Welcome to the show. Dave Hill is on. Dave, banned from Twitter, Hill, is on the show. He's got a new book called Parking the Moose, which is about Canada. We talk about that and other stuff. I have some upcoming shows that I want to tell you about. September 1st, 8th, and 15th in Long Island City, New York, which is in Queens, I believe. I'll be at the Creek in the Cave, small place. I'm doing sort of like a... uh, working on new stuff and tweaking old stuff, but not stuff that's been on a special. Basically working on stuff that's never been on a special, regardless of how old it is. So those, those are September 1st, 8th, and 15th at 7 p.m. September 19th through 22nd, I'll be in Toronto at the Just for Last Festival. The 27th, I'll be in Huntington, New York. October 3rd, Honolulu. October 5th, Kihei, Hawaii. Then I got dates in Saratoga Springs, Ashland, Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia. I've never been to either of those cities. Portland, Maine, Boston, Portland, Oregon, Corvallis, Oregon, and Eugene, Oregon. So check all those shows out. See, you know, maybe you could come to three of them, like the Oregon ones. And Todd Barry podcast t-shirts are available at toddberry.com slash shirts. We'll be back with Dave Hill. <sighs> Hi, Dave. Hey, Todd. Little late, little late. I'm sorry. I was, I was super. I was really trying to be on time because I know you, uh, you, you're a fan of punctuality. I am actually. I know you are. You're you're one of the few people I, I really try to. Be on time. Are you? You don't seem like a guy who'd be late a lot. I'm. You know, I have a casual, uh, casual approach to punctuality, except when you and a couple other people come into play, and then I think. Then you feel shitty, right? I should try to bring my A game. You you feel bad, right? Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, because you texted me at one oh one. I did text you at one oh one. Where are you? All caps! Exclamation point. You were pissed. I was just kind of, I was just, I've been burned by some guests, you know. Did you ever have any guests just not show up? I've had uh, people call in sick very last minute. Like, but I mean, it's legitimate. They were like, I just threw up in a cab or whatever. So oh, I was like, yeah. okay, well, you can call, you can call in sick for that. I wouldn't, I've never done that. Um, Never thrown up in a taxi? No, I don't think so. I was once on a date and the woman did that. Really? Yeah. A date on Christmas. This past Christmas? No, years ago, many years ago. And That's she, like something out of it. And she like, was like, what? It seems like something out of a Christmas movie. I wouldn't, I mean, it doesn't sound like a great movie with that scene. But I mean, I remember she sent me a MySpace message the next day. She's like, worst date ever, right? What, because she puked or just she in just, general? She got so drunk that she threw up in a taxi. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably not the way to... That's the first dating story I've ever told, maybe in my life. I had sort of a, a friend date story where my friend John, I mean, we were friends, we were playing in a band together, but I, th- I don't think we'd ever like socialized, you know, where we were like, we're going to hang out outside of being on tour together. Yeah. And we 
for the first, we were like, hey, let's meet up. And he and his girlfriend, they came. We went to the Black Rabbit in, uh, you know, in Greenpoint. Greenpoint. Great bar. And um, I overdid it, I guess. And uh, and then I knew I was kind of, I'd turned the corner and they, they were like, oh, do you need a ride? They lived in Jersey. And he's like, do you want to ride back to your apartment? I was like, and I knew that I, I really didn't want to be around anybody I knew at this point. Because you were going to throw up. I felt like the potential was there. and But I took the ride anyway, and I made it literally like, and then they par- they got me to my apartment, and then they said, oh, we're going to get out and say goodnight properly. They, they wanted to get out of the car and, uh, you know, give me a hug goodnight. And I literally finished hugging his girlfriend and turned and started throwing up everywhere. Wow. And they just got in the car like it didn't happen because they were, uh, you know, they're classy. I was once in a restaurant. I can't believe we're starting out with barf stories. I know. This is like the last thing I'd ever want to talk about. We're more highbrow than that. But I think I I started this. I was in a a restaurant in Seattle, and I went to the bathroom. I was in the stall peeing, just peeing, and I heard a guy open the door, and I heard, (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, I dodged a bullet there, you know? Yeah. Then I opened the door and didn't realize that he had thrown up on the door, so kind of some of it dripped on me, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah." But I was so mad. But then I looked at the guy; he was like basically on the ground, and his face—he <clears throat> looked so mortified that I couldn't even like yell at him or anything. He just looked so embarrassed, and I was just like, "All right, he's he's suffered enough." Was this? I, I've had dinner with you in Seattle. Was this that is one? I, this. I think feel like this is before I even knew you. Oh, okay. Um. But at I would the same have been time, impressed I still don't think I know you. Now, even now? <laughs> I'm Would a you? complex figure. So you just got back into town? Yeah, I was in Paris and Edinburgh and then in the Midlands of England. How many trips to Europe have you done in the past, like since this year? This year? Uh, uh, I've done at least three this year. That's a lot. I have one more coming up that I need to know. I'm three or four so far. Why don't you burn it out in like one four-month tour of Europe? I want. I would like to, but I think I would miss my dog too much. That's the way I've been lately with my uh, yeah, you just, my little cat. It's hard on the heart. It's hard you know? on the heart. And, and also more that, I mean, yes, I just don't want to feel like I'm going to lose whatever connection I have with her. Yeah, because they move on. Although... I just got back from 10 days, and she's just been sleeping, like, right next to me, man. Oh, it's, oh, it's so nice. Where were you? A little fluff head. You scritch it. <laughs> Occasionally, she'll be like, oh, I, am I in the bed, or is, is this a little area where there's mice running around? She'll start attacking, and then she calms down. Oh, like in her, in her dream, she's in their dream world. I don't, know what, I, don't know what, I don't know what goes through their mind. I was in Los Angeles. What were you doing there, a Hollywood movie? I did. Uh, I went there just for social reasons, and then I went there. I ended up booking a Largo show, and nice. Well, I did one. a bunch of. It was Todd Berry and Friends. Oh, nice! Somehow I, I was able to get on the Todd Berry and Friends show. Oh, that's a sweet. And then booking. I did. Uh, I did like the store. I did the, the improv a couple of times. I, I did David Spade's show. I was able to get booked on the last minute. Oh, nice! And I did a couple of podcasts. Wow, that's a successful. It was pretty busy uh, week LA for visit. me because. Sometimes LA can be. I get lonely there, man. Me too, and and I should. I'm I'm really bad. I've been very bad about going there 
in the last couple of years. I should do that. Go out there and just, you know, let people know that I'm. Yeah, still, you're in show still, business, still baby. The best. Um, yeah, I should do that. So you're in Paris. Paris, France. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, What were you doing there? Just luxuriating. I was originally going to do some shows, and then uh, the guy that I normally book shows with was like going to be out of the country for a long stretch. So I decided to just hang out and uh, sleep a lot and eat a lot. And you were by yourself? No, I was with my lady. All right. Yeah, I know your sweet. lady. I like your lady. Oh, yeah. She likes you. Uh, she, uh, we, so we went over there. We, we like hang. I mean, that doesn't make us unique, but we really like hanging out in Paris. <laughs> really? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you know where to look, there's some. <laughs> we really like the most beautiful city in the world. Yeah, right? if, you know, if you know the right I haven't places. been there in like 25 years or something. Oh, you should go. Maybe. I should, right? I think it's one of the, you know, I've, before I had ever been there, I probably told you this, but I wanted to, I was hoping that I would hate it because I thought it would be funny to shit on Paris, but I went for the first time maybe like five or six years ago, and um, and I loved it, and I I think I've been like four times. That was my first trip maybe. to Europe ever, and it, it was breathtaking. Yeah, like, it really. Like, oh, my God, this is so not like anything I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, and it's just, you just walk around. I really like it because I was there last summer doing shows, I was by myself there for like five days, and I, you know, I did shows and I saw people and stuff. But most of the time, I just walked around and uh, just checked stuff out and kind of forgot that I existed. Did you do a lot of research, like where to eat? Um, a little bit, but I try not to. Yes and no. I mean, my friend Sean was telling me. I mean, not not again. This is not a big secret either. But the New York Times, you know the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do these those thirty six hours in yeah, whatever yeah. cities and, and my friend Sean was telling me to check that out as a good thing. And they had all these good recommendations and uh found some nice places there. And then some of the places that I really liked ended up like other times I went like someone's like, Oh, my friend is from Paris, lives in Paris, grew up there and and then they'll send a list and then that List had some of the same stuff. Right, so then the, you're like, oh, there's crossover. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go to these crossover places. So my favorite place probably to go in Paris is shown up like repeatedly. What is it? It's called Le Comptoir, <laughs> Le Comptoir du Relais or whatever. And um, restaurant? Yeah, well, they have like a restaurant, and a hotel, but then they have like a counter that's like seafood, and then like a terra counter i guess which would be like uh mammals roast chicken probably some roast chicken aren't there restaurants in uh paris that are just chicken and frites restaurants uh that's perfect meal i'm not sure i mean i i think of it as more steak there's a lot of steak (laughs) and there's there's a lot of duck I can't really think of any time I saw not a big duck guy. Are you? Chicken on hand. I, I like duck. Do you? I li- I've had crispy duck, <clears throat> which I like. <clears throat> I like some crisp. Well, see the thing with Paris, France is um first the first few times I went, I, I still ate like steak and all that, and then I stopped. Now I only eat, like fish and poultry, and that's if you only eat fish and poultry, your options are cut in more than half in, yeah. in Paris. Did you do a show there? 
Not this last time, but I've done shows there. So you just took a little vacation in Paris, then you went to Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. For during the festival. Yeah. How many shows? I didn't do any shows because um, I was just— Did you get good reviews? <laughs> Everyone said that, that I was the best. Dave Hill, four stars walking around Edinburgh. Yeah, like he killed it. What best, did you go there for? Best dress. Because my, my UK managers were like, I'm doing, I did this festival called the Greenbelt Festival in the Midlands. Uh-huh. And uh, it was this big outdoor festival. It's me, Russell Brand, uh, Frank Turner, Cavalcade of Stars. And um, so I was basically going over there to do that. And then they, were, they said, oh, why don't you come? Come party for a couple of days in Edinburgh. So I did that. Where'd you stay? They put me up in a some place in Edinburgh. Your management put you up? Yeah, they just had like a. They had you know they're like oh we have this apartment or flat as they say. Oh, okay. So they get they're like here you can have this. Did you just did you did um, Kathy go with you? Mm-mm. So did you do any shows there? No, I, I just mean you drank did you see any shows there? That's what I, I saw a lot of shows. I mean for two days I you know I saw like four or five shows. I've been tempted to go there and just see shows. I mean, it just takes it so much more relaxing. Than it is, but it's too relaxing because, like, the only other times I've been there, I've been doing the festival or other shows, and then this time I was like, "Cool, I can just go there and relax." And then the second you get into town, there's posters for all your friends right. and stuff doing shows, and you're like, "I want to do a show." Right? It is. It. I could see it being frustrating. And also. then, but it was nice. Like I saw. Um, I saw um, our Norwegian friends, Martin Bayer Olsen and Lars Barham, you know, from the crap comedy festival yeah, yeah, in Oslo. Yeah. They did a show called Culture Elite. That was great. I, do you know Simon Munnery? Yeah, he's funny. He's hilarious. And I saw him and his show was, I mean, he's one of my all-time favorites. He's he's like up, he's on Todd Berry level. He's that good, huh? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he was great. And then uh, what else I see? I saw an Italian comedian called Francesco De Carlo, and then a South African comedian. How did you choose them? Did you just take a chance? Or? <clears throat> well, I'm friends with Lars and Martin uh-huh. and Simon Munnery. I'm a big fan of. And Francesco, we have the same manager, and we did a show together in London, and I liked I thought he was great, so I wanted to see a full hour. And then there's another guy, Shock. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it starts with a B. And I, I did a show with him in London, and I really liked him. So I was like, I want to see him. There's a lot of people I wanted to see that I couldn't, didn't have time. And then you went where after that? Then I did the Greenbelt Festival in Kettering, England. Let's what like, was that like? It was awesome. I didn't. I had no idea. I was really sick, um, and I was worried I wouldn't be able to to talk on stage because I couldn't talk all day. And then, but I I requested that they get me a backing band to use during the show. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, the, and the sort of the way they advertise it was like, we're going to get him a backing band that he's never met until he comes on stage. But then as it turned out. They were all your best friends. No, I literally never met him until... I was announced, and I walked on stage. That's what that's what they said, though. That's the I didn't think we were really going to do that, but we did. do That's it. kind of a good idea. It was it was great because as long as you know the musicians are good, then it's fine. You don't really need to practice. How many people were there? Thousand fifteen hundred. Damn! How long did you do? An hour. An hour? 
Yeah, and not a single person left, Todd. I'd say more people came. <laughs> no, I'd I, say there was at maximum 75 people by the time you were done. <laughs> <laughs> I think you cleared it was a, it was a 1425 real tent people. Um, no, I don't know. It looked like 1000 to me, but they had told me that the tent held So was this trip like 10 days or something? It was 9 days, I think. Okay. Enough about that, then. Yeah, I know. We can feel like we covered it. I know. I get. I get very obsessive. Like I get a low CD ish. I'll be like, no, I, I want to know like, how many days. I want to know the full. I like why? to know complete stories. I always cut my sh- trips short. Now I used to make them pad them with extra days, but now that I got that sweet dog, you know, I'm, I know. I'm out on the next plane. Always. Really early flight. Well, this one, I had to go to from Kettering to London, so I did take an afternoon flight. Back. But normally, boom. Got to get back in the arms of that little Lucy. Yeah, my sweet girl. My little babe. I've warmed up to your dog, I think. Or she's yeah, warmed well, up to me. She's a big fan of yours. She's uh, When she's calm, she's very sweet. Well, she would, you know, she's she's like four and a half now, so she's got a sophistication that she didn't have. <laughs> uh, I guess we should talk about you being banned on Twitter, right? Yeah, that's hot. And then we'll get to your book. All right. <clears throat> I should have mentioned that earlier. You have a book called... Um, What's it called again? Parking the Moose. Parking the Moose. Uh, it's out October 8th. October 8th. Penguin Random House slash Doubleday Canada. Seriously? Yeah. That's like that's a lot of people for one book. Well, it's all the same people, really. Um, maybe we should just talk about your book now, then we'll talk about band Twitter. Sure. There's okay. no rules with this fucking thing. No, yeah. Now, I know the basic premise of why don't you just tell people? As I'm if glad I don't you asked, know. Todd. Um, <laughs> Let's pretend this is an interview, not friendly. My... Chat grandfather was from Canada and you know growing up you know growing up in America we're always taught how awesome America was but I was always taught you know every Sunday at dinner how great Canada was like my grandfather always taught me and my siblings that Canada was the best country so um and I've always liked Canada but I've honestly hadn't been there that much and so I got approached about doing a book and so, I mean, I've done, it's my third book, Todd. I know. But um, I was pushed by doing another book, so this idea came about. And, um, and the idea is that, you know, most Americans don't, haven't really, don't really know much about Canada and haven't really been to many parts of Canada, so I went to as much as I could. I still didn't go everywhere, but I, I saw quite a bit of it. Did you go to Toronto? I went to Toronto a few times. Did you go to Ottawa? Yes, did you go to uh, Montreal? Yes, twice. Vancouver? No, but not for this book. You didn't go I, to Vancouver? I went for to, a book about Canada. I went to Victoria. That's not what I asked you, is it, brother? No, but <laughs> I want I, you know I it was sort of like filtering family things through it, and my uncle Joe, son of my grandfather, had said that Victoria was the most beautiful city he'd ever like been. Like Victoria to. Island? Yeah. Said the most beautiful city he'd ever been to in the world, and he's been to all over everywhere. What did you do? You agree with him? I strongly disagree. Oh, really? <laughs> no, not strongly, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. It's beautiful, but I don't. I wouldn't say it was the most beautiful city. Did I've you pick? How did you pick the cities? Just, I mean, obviously, you're going to go to Toronto and to Montreal, just because they're big. I tried to go to every province, though. I didn't go to the Yukon. Northwest Territories or Prince Edward Island. So I could write a book about visiting the Yukon then. You could. I mean, the next book, I mean, I'm, I'll just put it out there, Todd, is the next book I was thinking was doing 
Yukon, Northwest Territories, and like Nunavut. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, you could do it then. No, but you could come, and it could be like <laughs> we could write a book together. Yeah, and it could be just like our diaries of uh, remote. So, how did you pick the cities? Did I already ask you that? You were asking a few seconds ago. Oh, okay. Um, I'm half asleep, man. I, I, I well, you know. I, I always wanted to go to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, because growing up, I was a big hockey fan, and I was always fascinated by the names of the cities, like Medicine Hat, Alberta, Flin Flon, Manitoba, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, right. all the fun Canadian names. So Clark Gillies from the New York Islanders was from Moose Jaw, and it always sounded like this super Canadian city, so I was like, I got to go there. So I went there. And I went to Regina, Saskatchewan, which is like an hour and a half. I've away. never been. I mean, I wouldn't. I, it's a good city. It's a, it's a beautiful city. I've been to Canada a lot. I know, but you I, gotta. Uh, Saskatchewan's its, its own. The, the thing is, like, what I didn't know is like Western Canada and hates Eastern Canada. Really? They think they're a bunch of pricks. I've actually heard sort of Vancouver versus Toronto stuff. Yeah, but like even like I was in Winnipeg, and this guy in the store was like, "I don't try to go east anymore. Those people are mean." But I found everyone everywhere in yeah, Canada to be those real, are kind of really nice. Generally, those generalizations are a little <laughs> not, are not quite accurate. Yeah, yeah, as, as we've learned. I met one person from Toronto. I didn't like. I'm never going east again. <laughs> All right, calm down. Go east. Yeah. Uh, did you like Winnipeg? <clears throat> um, I wouldn't rush there. Uh, maybe I, I, I did like it, but it, it kind of reminded me of Cleveland, where I'm from. So it just felt pretty familiar, sort of Midwestern city, sort of the Canadian equivalent of that. So it was Cleveland of Canada. I would argue that Winnipeg is the Cleveland of Canada. So, so these, it's, an, it's a great city. So but you didn't have like I have a personal connection to all these cities. Some of them are just like I want to go visit this place. Most I had some Winnipeg I went to specifically because my grandfather moved there when he was 15 to work in a shirt factory. Really? Which I thought was a really That's a good story. strange thing to do. Um, yeah, he and like a couple of his brothers went and he, he went and learned how to make shirts and he became a haberdasher, like sold menswear for a living. I thought haberdasher was hats. No. Am I wrong? That's a hatterist. No, I don't know. Haberdashers, all of it. I almost want to look this up, but I don't. My phone's. I like, really hope I'm not wrong because the book is done. You kind of. That'd be cool if you had to recall the book because, because of, of that. Because you slightly misused haberdasher. No, no, I think it's all menswear. But he. So yeah, the reason I went there, aside from the fact that it's really the only city of note in in Manitoba. Um was for that reason, because he moved there. So I kind of wanted to retrace his steps. So when you went, did you just kind of go, I, did you plan a lot, or did you just go, let's see what happens and write it up? Or did you do both? Do you know the New York Times? Yeah. In 36 hours? and Yeah. No, um, no I, I, I would research, but I would also just kind of see what happens, you know, because I wanted to, that's kind of what I like to do when I travel anyway, is just kind of, go meet people and see what happens. So I would research, but I wouldn't necessarily stick to that. Oh, the hotels, man. I don't know if I stayed in any hotels, to be what honest. What did you stay in, weirdo? Airbnbs the Ugh. whole time. I think. 
How do you feel about Airbnbs? Um, uh, I think it's convenient. I think it's, uh, I don't really know. I, I, I tend to like it. I've had good experiences. I've only had, I, the one I stayed in in Montreal was, uh, seemed like a, like a crime den. Like oh, yeah? It looked like a struggle had taken place. <laughs> like whoever photographed it for the, for the, ad or whatever did a you had to get really one with tons job. of reviews man i know this one had good reviews but it was just like really uh just gross there was like blood on the walls and stuff like that really but you know shame on me for uh trying to save a buck but i'm not i don't know i like airbnbs are they bad do you think um i'm sorry i keep sniffing hopefully don't I hope that we'll filter that out. Yeah, yeah. Are they bad? I like. I was going to stay in one in L.A., so I, I was like, oh, I could stay in Silver Lake. There's not really a lot of hotels in Silver Lake. That's all the cool people. Yeah. But then I was like, I just it feels. I feel isolated sometimes in Airbnbs. I like a front desk clerk. Is that weird? No, it's I just like a, a nice little bit more lively. Well, here's a suggestion. I stayed in in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. I stayed in. Uh, a bed and breakfast that was listed on Airbnb. Uh huh. And uh, that was maybe that. So you're staying in this. It was that. You ever see the movie Misery? No, but I just stayed in Airbnb like a few days ago. I mean, a bed and breakfast a few days ago. Oh, but the, you should see Misery. It's a good movie. I probably did. Is that with Kate? Kathleen Kathy Bates. Bates. Kathleen Bates. Bates. Yeah. Kathy Bates. Yeah, it's really good. So that the bed and breakfast is a lot like that. So horrifying? Well, it just seemed like, first of all, when I pulled into Moose Jaw, I did not see a single human being at any point. And then I was up in the bedroom. I let myself into the bed and breakfast, and I was in my room. And and then I finally heard voices downstairs. And then I thought they'd did, come to kill me. Did you do the morning breakfast with everyone who was staying there? Yeah. That's the part that I... I've had trouble with. No, it was it was good because it was it was the couple that lived there, and then the couple that was staying there, and it was this couple from Edmonton that had lived in Detroit but had to leave because the Hell's Angels were like trying to kill them, <laughs> and uh, so that was an interesting story. And then, um, and then you know, they were asking me stuff, and and. Uh, and weirdly, I had no idea who I was, which was refreshing. I don't know if you ever, if you. I've actually that. had the reverse happen, not to be a jerk. What were it? Where they someone someone recognized know, me? Did know I, I mean, I've only stayed in like a few Airbnbs, but the last two, it's gotten out. Oh, where, and that, then it changes the, the whole the, dynamic because then it's everyone's like, like everyone's staring and like, hey, oh, I watched your there. special last night. Oh, I'm like okay, well, it's nice, but also I'm uncomfortable. I could see that. Well, this was that. I didn't run into that problem. Well, I believe you didn't. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm. You know. I'm I can't a couple imagine you down. I can't, I'm not done insulting you. I can't imagine <laughs> you at all ever having that problem. Um, oh, you'd be surprised. But um, no, the woman who ran the place, I ended up getting an email from her brother, who lived in Saskatoon, and he said, "Oh my gosh, I just talked to my sister." I wish I had known you were staying at her bed and breakfast. I'm a big fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. She, she would have gotten an upgrade. Said, uh, 
I I really enjoyed your first book, and it helped me rekindle my relationship with my parents. Jesus. So, yeah. You should have been like, that's good for a free room, right? Yeah. So I'm going back to Moose Jaw. You should, get, you should see if they'll refund your money. <laughs> like a retroactive discount. You know who lives in Moose Jaw? Who? Burton Cummings, the singer from the Guess Who. Really? Yeah. So they're nice big... You could probably get a good house there for... Uh, he's probably got some money, though. He's got some. He's probably got some... Scrolled away. She's come undone. These eyes. I'm going to Toronto in a few weeks. Are you? What yeah. for? Just for Last Festival. Oh, I've decided not to do that. Is it? <laughs> no, they, I can't remember if I decided not to do it or they didn't ask me. It was one of the two. Oh, man. They may, that's they may not justice. have asked me. That's, they, not, that's the one festival that's never asked me. I mean, we could probably sit here and come up with others that haven't asked me, but that's the one. Um, I don't know if, you know if anyone's listening. You got to get your uh, your people on that. Guess so, but you know I'm already world famous. What do I care? Are you for up and comers? <laughs> Are you pretty world famous? I'm world, you know, Z-list celebrity. I can fill a basement anywhere, Todd. You, what do you think of these like bands doing uh, house shows or what, is that what they call them? Yeah, or the house living tours. room shows, I guess. I mean, that seems like it could be fun. I've di- I did a lot of it for my first book. I did a lot of house readings. Oh, you did? Yeah, where I went to people's houses and, uh, you know, talk and talked and read and answered questions and then hung out and ate and drank with people. Did you sell your books? Yeah, I sold a lot of books, but... Who set those up? I did. I just put it on... I just tweeted it, something I can't do anymore, but... Um, well, we'll get into that. And then I put a posting on my website, and I got contacted from by people all over the world. Did you charge for the readings? No. Wow. I didn't even make purchase of the book mandatory. That's how punk rock I am, or, or stupid. That's how bad businessmen business are. I did a lot of it, but I, and then I did one for my second book, and I remembered uh, I, it was kind of exhausting, so I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I do stopped. you, um, all right, let's get into it. Was, it was fun. I would recommend it. I would do it again, but I just it's a lot to... To do a, I think doing a music show is one thing and a comedy show is one thing, but to sit there and read and have people like just listen to you talk right. out your ass, yeah, it's a little more heavy lifting. Did you? Um, let's talk about Twitter then. Okay, you're banned from Twitter forever. That's what they say. Wow. What? So I, I sort of know what happened, but you can tell people. Well, I would uh, <laughs> respond to, you know, Donald Trump. Yes. Um, he, he would tweet stuff and I would respond to it with something, you know, that I didn't, I didn't agree with what he said. And, um, Trump supporters would, you know, say stuff, stuff back to me and insult me or whatever. And I would just reply to them with a mother joke. Right. They were very funny. Thank you. Yeah. They were just really, they were, I was always a little scared for you. Yeah. I, I had one friend write and say, you know, like. These people are crazy enough to come and kill yeah. you. Like it's funny, but, um, but I don't know. I live in New York City. It'd be kind of hard to come and kill me. Yeah, it would be hard to come to a bar show that you're doing <laughs> with all your security. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess it might be quite easy. It'd be incredibly easy. But it would be harder than if I lived like in some side street in right. Moose Jaw. I just think, and also like the. The chances of someone like following through on that, or 
Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. I would still be terrified to do it. So you, because you used to do the mother joke. Sometimes they would respond like, "Oh, you're really mature." <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, "He's trying to be immature." That's the goal. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, was the idea was not to like uh, intellectualize, but I was the whole thing was just be like, "I'm just going to say the dumbest thing that right. you couldn't even." Possibly. So what happened? You got reported by more than one of them. I wonder how the the banning because banning seems so extreme for what you did. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I got suspended once for a week in November, and then on Memorial Day, Trump tweeted something about how awesome the troops are, and I tweeted five deferments, bitch. Uh huh. You know, because um, and so that's what it started. And then I just that day, I just sort of casually. Responded with mother jokes to people, and then the next day my account was suspended. And a couple days after that, they're like, "You're removed permanently." Wow! And I, you know, I had a verified account and all that. I know you. You had your whole life ahead. This my is like a life. thirty for thirty documentary. Yeah, my whole life. <laughs> did it, why did you get suspended the first time, like in November? Same exact. All oh, the mother thing. stuff. Same thing. Yeah. So apparently, there's I didn't. so much worse shit on Twitter. Even you know. It's totally – Trump tweets, I think that because he's the president, they're not – obviously, they're not going to be like – they're afraid to uh, – Well, he's kind of the tent pole of their business yeah. at this point. Um, I've never heard that expression, tent pole. I don't even know if it is. Is it like backbone? I think it is probably. I don't know. Epicenter? Epi- <laughs> maybe. It's definitely not epicenter. No. I'm just showing you how bright I am. <laughs> um, he's the sine qua non. So how, you've been banned for how long now? Since – couple days after Memorial Day or day after Memorial Day. Do you miss it? Uh, no, I mean, I at first I was, as you know, because we're good friends. I you told say us, so. Well, I mean, you know, I think so. Much. <laughs> but like, you know, I was worried that, you know, that my whole empire would crumble. But um, as I just told you, I mean, I just performed for 1,500 a, a people. A lot of people. And uh, – Rural Europe? In the middle of the field, yeah. So, um, uh, no, I would say being off Twitter, and I'm not saying this because I have no other choice, really. It's the best, and I would recommend it to anybody. I just rented a car because I did a festival in Washington, and it was like just doing two hours. Like I was like, I don't want to have to rent a car and drive myself to this festival. I want to get a ride from someone. I couldn't find a ride. And I was kind of like, this is nice not looking at my phone for two hours. Yeah. I mean, because I know, like, if I was in the back of an Uber or something, it would have been like a yeah, six hundred dollar Uber. And it's, but I would have been on my phone the whole time. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's just sort of a reflexive, man. stupid thing. Why can't people just throw out all their electronics? Yeah, man, and read books by candlelight like I do. <laughs> but th- I mean, then like, you know, it's just made me use Instagram and Facebook more. Really, I mean, but not. I mean, a little bit more. I've just used that more to. You know, like I'm taping a uh, new stand-up album. Oh, that's right. September 12th. September 12th at so, Union Hall, right? Yeah. Second show added? Second show added. First one sold out. Second. You got to do two shows for an album anyway, right? I guess. Unless um, you think it's going to be a fucking home slam run. Slam dunk. Um, and so, but yeah, I just posted it on uh, Facebook and Instagram and it sold out and we added a second one. So I, I don't. Seems everything's working okay. Do you um? Did you appeal your process? Your ban? I I, re- 
I've appealed it multiple times. I haven't appealed it. I've appealed it at least eight or nine times. And it used to be like kind of like, hey, you know, I was sincere. And then I started to say, what if I promise to only be racist? With oh, and that then, can't be a good way to But someone's win definitely them. reading because when, whenever I would appeal it in a sort of reasonable fashion, yeah. they it would take a few days. And then when I would say stuff like that, it would come back within like an hour <laughs> and they would say no. But it's just a form email you get every time. But the interesting thing about it is I would have thought this was a scenario that could be just fixed by right. someone we know. Right. Like we know, oh, someone, we must know someone. But I talked to my manager, and she said, you know, they've really started this thing where there's, like, no human interaction, and you can't just, like, call over there and have your friend. Uh-huh. And I emailed uh a friend, a friend, mutual friend, yours and mine's uh, uh, significant other, who, <laughs> who has a high job there, a big job there. I'm told. I don't even know who this person is. You can tell me. I'll later. tell you after. I wouldn't say on the show. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but and I thought, and this is a person I I'm friends with, their significant other, and I know this person. I I met them, you know, at parties and things like that. So I thought, oh, I'll just email this person. And they could probably click something and everything would be fine. And they didn't even write back, which I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then someone else wrote back, the person who told me, another, a third person in this scenario that you also are friends with, okay. told me that they would write to this person and told me to also. And, and I spoke to them and they said, I wrote, they didn't get back to me either. So I think it's just like. It's avoiding it. I think that's the pop, but I understand that. I think the policy is just like just because we uh, are in the same social. It's not circles. like they're giving special treatment. They're I not giving not. special treatment to people. I'm sure they are, but yeah. not to me. I'm a zealous celebrity. I mean, if I were you or oh my whoever, God, they would. I could like think of stuff I could get away with. They would send you. They would put you back. They'd on send me flowers if I did. That. They'd send you kind bars <laughs> probably. If I did that. Um, so when they ban you, this is my last question on this, unless I think of another one. Okay. When they ban you, do they ever say you have a right to appeal again in six months or something? No. I guess there's nothing to appeal because there's like we haven't <clears> – <throat> this is we made our ruling. Yeah. And in principle, I would like to be allowed back on it. but uh, And I know there's tens of thousands of people whose lives have been compromised by me not yeah. being on it. I mean you're – I'm You're just one, one of, of many victims. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> um, but uh, it's truly uh, been great not being on Twitter. Like it's 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 honestly like my girlfriend's like you're in generally more pleasant because you're not on your phone looking at. What it. would happen though if you started a new account? I mean, I do have other accounts for other things. Why don't you just start a new Dave Hill one and see if they? I guess I could, but you should. I don't know. Get people to spread the word, and then maybe I'll probably never get verified. But probably never get verified. Maybe I'll try to do that, Um, but because they'd have to be really on you to to pick up on that. I think unless someone else they would. Maybe maybe I'll try that when I leave here. But I think part of me thinks, well, maybe I'll get my account back, and then the other part is I'm genuinely. I'm glad not to be doing right. it, so I don't. I don't really want to get back to it. Okay, 
Maybe uh, or, or maybe I'll get back to it like with a refreshed where I wouldn't tell Trump to suck my balls every day and <laughs> to do stuff like that. I have to delete that. No, I don't. Um, you know, I've been able to resist the urge to do that, even though I, uh, I think it every time I see him. What are you doing the rest of the day? You're a little sick, uh, huh? I've been under the weather. I, I, every time I go to Scotland, I get sick. Does that happen to you? Uh, not necessarily in Scotland, but... I think, well, it's a thing they call the Edinburgh, but it's for people who are there the whole month, like the Edinburgh yeah, yeah. flu or something. Yeah, yeah. Where everyone just eventually gets sick there. But uh, I'm, but that's, I think, because you're Because they're up at still five in the morning. Drinking. Yeah, but I think what happened, you know, I was in Paris, France, Todd. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting at a cafe, like adorable, perfect outdoor cafe. Yeah. And this woman was next to me smoking, and I remember thinking like, oh, Cigarettes are bothering me. Like it felt like it was getting my sinuses. But in retrospect, I think that was actually I was starting to get a cold, and it wasn't the cigarettes at all. And you yelled at this person in French. No. Can you can you smoke inside in in Paris? No, I don't. No, no, you can't. But I wouldn't yell at anyone for smoking in France. No, I know you would. Maybe elsewhere I would. Oh, I'd let it fly in France. Speaking of flying, how's your mileage game? Oh, that smooth. was smooth, man. You're good. I mean, I'm getting honestly better because of you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, because I used to only do one airline and their partner airlines, and then I realized that because I rarely book my own flights, it's usually whoever is hiring me or having me do, say, a festival other than Just for Laughs invites me or whatever, um, they buy the tickets. Don't You get the miles for that, you know. I know, but I'm saying like when it They'll wouldn't pick another be, airline? If they picked a different airline. But why don't you? I usually try to get my airline, but sometimes yeah, I mean, it doesn't say, work out. Go, hey, can you put me on a, what is your preferred airline? Uh, American. American. I feel like I used to know a lot of people who are American uh, devo- de- devotees. Sure. <laughs> Never used that word in my life till they then. And uh I don't hear about American Airlines very often. I wouldn't say it's not like I like them better. It's just that they have British Airways, yeah, Qantas, Australia, um, and that's your boom. What's your status? It's not good, Todd. With three trips to Europe, I would say, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely a preferred status, but it's nothing like uh, I'm not getting like free kind bars. Are you gold? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Okay, well then you're doing pretty well. Yeah, but I'm not getting get some upgrades. I've gotten upgrades. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a few upgrades in my time. What uh, what else you got? So your book comes out October eighth. Yeah, and then I'll I'm doing a big event. I was actually going to invite you to this. I think I'm going to be out of town for your event. Oh yeah, I did invite you already. Yeah, yeah of course you invited me. Uh, October third, there's going to be. A party, like an event. Mike Sachs from Vanity Fair is going to ask me questions. And uh, is he a friend of yours? Yeah, you know Mike, right? Do I? I think you do. You should. Oh God, I'm sorry, Mike, if I do know you and I. And uh, he's an he's an author and such, and uh, and so he's going to come and talk to me, and then but then my my uh, my publisher said they're. They're getting it catered by I I don't want to say who because maybe it'll change, but a, a nice uh, if you were going to have something catered, this might be the you it'd be on your short list of people you really? would want to do it. 
And then there's going to be um, so there's going to be a lot of food and drinks and stuff. So I'm going to oh, hopefully it'll just be a party, and then everyone buy the book hopefully, and I'll sign it. And you're doing it at, at uh, McNally Jackson in South Street Seaport, their wow, new event, their new location, their new event center. So it's going to be a classy affair. You're going to be out of town. Oh yeah, I'm going to be in Hawaii. What are you doing? A festival? No, I'm just doing a couple of gigs. And no way. Just you know, laying out a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy who goes to Hawaii and doesn't go to the beach. I'll probably go to the beach. Well, you you and I are. are do you? We talked about this. I don't own shorts. You don't own shorts, right? No, I never wear shorts. I wear shorts like today. I'm going to my Pilates workout. I don't wear ask, shorts. I was going to ask you. You've been doing Pilates. Well, I've been doing it a little. I mean, I've done like four sessions so far. You can it, notice. You can I don't think you notice shit, man. No, it's um. Have you ever done it? Yeah, I've done. You've it. done Pilates? Yeah, not with the machines, but like the moves. It's funny the instructor she she referenced Joe Pilates, Joseph Pilates, and like I had no idea it was named after a person. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, you did. I, I did very little research. I was just like, oh, this Pilates studio what, is right near my apartment. What's your instructor's name? I'm not going to say that out loud, but uh, what? Give me the first initial, of the first name. C. Is it Claire? No. Okay. That was my, my instructor's now, name. Now, did you see just what happened? I was saying, I don't want to give you the first name, and then you still were, like, hoping I'd give it to you by guessing. No, but, like, if I guessed and I got it right, I could tell off your face whether I poke, poke, poked the You blew it on that one. You violated my trust a little bit. I did. But I thought, I was like, oh, maybe it's the same one. I mean, there's probably a lot of Pilates instructors in town, but... um. No, I took a class with some ladies, and uh, I I wasn't as ripped as I am now though, so I don't I don't. You think were I was you really... you you run right? I run and I do the kettlebell. What is the kettlebell? It's I like mean, a, I know what a kettlebell it's is. It's like Russian sailor exercise. But where do you? How do you do it? Just in my house. Just, you just start lift it up, whipping that thing around. Yeah, I do like some reps. And does that make your arms tighter and muscular? Makes my whole body fucking sick. Did someone teach you how to do it? No, I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> no, I really did because I think I did it thinking I knew how to do it, and I think I was doing it kind of wrong, so I decided to watch a few videos. How many do you have? How many balls? Is it? Yeah, they're like the things with the handle on them, right? Yeah, I just have the one. How much is it weigh? I don't know, a couple hundred pounds. Oh. No, it's like 40 pounds. How do you know what's the right... Uh... The, uh, the right weight for you. I asked my friend Pete. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and he was like, but then it turns out he has a 45-pound one, so I felt like kind of a wuss. Have you noticed like a difference in your strength? Or? Totally. Really? Yeah. How often do you do it? I try to do it twice a week, 75 reps. So you just kind of lift it up and down? It's like you swing it between your legs. <laughs> oh, hi And it's like a full body workout. I bet it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's made a difference. Has it, have you injured yourself? I think when I was doing it wrong, I maybe was putting some stress on some areas of my body. When you were telling me about this, all this thing is like, wow, I wonder if I ordered that to be delivered. That'd be, that's a heavy box I'm going to have to lift. Well, <laughs> I went to Paragon and I bought it and walked home with it. Seriously, and that was not, your first workout. I would not want to do that again, For like carrying 40 pounds. What did it set you back? I was like, I don't know. Like forty bucks, ah, I remember a, a, a dollar a pound, <laughs> something like that. It wasn't like 
it was an investment. It was an amount of money. I remember thinking like slightly more than I felt like paying, but not a lot of money. They have kettlebells at the the gym that I go to. You would you go to a gym and you do do Pilates at the gym? Well, I should before you think that I do more than I do. The gym that I I could go to and go to once in a while, but I never I haven't been working on my arms except the Pilates, man, and I feel like I'm getting ripped. No, I'm not getting ripped. I feel like I'm just. I'm neglect. I do a lot of walking, but I'm afraid that I'm neglecting my upper arm power strength that I need. Got to get those kettlebells to hold a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> what get a kettlebell, bro! You got. So, do you have anything else in, in the in the works? In the pipeline? What, are you a tour? I mean, I guess you're gonna do a book. I'm tour. I'm gonna do. Uh, I, I do the book tour in October, but that's gonna be mostly in Canada, like press tour, and then. Uh, November, I go back to the UK and do something like 12 shows. In the UK? Yeah. I'm doing, do you know, you know, the Stand uh-huh. Comedy Club in, over there? Those are, they're nice people. I love them. Yeah, they they're run great. a good club. The guy, I can't remember his name. Tommy? Yeah, he's, he's like a member a, of parliament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. Like, I met him, and he's just hanging out in Glasgow in this little dressing room, and then I see some clippies in Parliament. Yeah, he, they're very fair pay and everything, and they, they're straight up. Totally. That's where I saw Simon Munry. Oh, at, yeah? At the the Edinburgh one. And, uh, yes, I'm going to do four or five nights in Glasgow, I think, and then four or five in Edinburgh, and then some in Newcastle. You like it? Uh, How are you going to travel by train or what? No, I mean, do you like going? But that's like twelve shows in how many days? Twelve days. Holy shit! No days off. Seriously? Yeah. Are you, is Kathy going with you? I doubt it. Probably not. I would. I would say no. Because uh, I won't. You know, I'm just going to be doing shows and drinking. like, baby, I'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll shoot you an email, baby. I'll, <laughs> I'll shoot you a WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pay the charge. Baby, I'll show you WhatsApp. <laughs> um, so you're sick. See, what are you going to do? I'm a little sick. What are you going to do to heal yourself? Just rest. <laughs> I've been trying that. It's not really working. No? Mm-mm. Did you start um, any sort of campaign to get yourself back on Twitter? Like a website? Someone started a petition change, or something? What's, uh, change.org or whatever. Yeah. And... Um, I don't think that really. First of all, does that do anything? I don't know. Isn't that just sort of a? It doesn't. I can't imagine. Thing? Like, oh boy, that they sent us a change dot org. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, I I don't know how much. Uh, I think there's probably bigger problems in the world than me being kicked off Twitter. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm just wondering now, like, if it's a thing where if you knew someone, is there like is your is there like a button they could push? Like, is your account sort of locked? Is it? It exists, I'll say. So, and I can still go on and look at, like, if someone at, at, oh, really? I can see it. I can go on. But you can't respond. I can't, if I try to respond, it'll say your account is suspended. I can't read my messages that I never read. I can't get into that. Um, But I can still go on and see what's happening in Twitter world. I'm going to get you back on Twitter. See, if anyone could, I would think it would be I used you. to have an in there. I don't have an in there anymore. But well, I don't know if, like, my in there was is, could do something like that. 
I it, I do I think have it's an inn. Yeah, I knew a guy who worked there. I, I think guess that's an inn. Yeah, that seems like an inn. To but me. he doesn't work there anymore. He hasn't worked there in years. That's the thing. No one works there. Any, like I think it's. A, I don't know. Have you ever been to their offices in San Francisco? No. I ate at their cafeteria. It's probably pretty nice. It's crazy. Like it's they. It's like little pantries of like just free food. Everything's free. There's beer tap. Oh, it sounds like paradise. It is. It's all free. Yeah, but that's how they get you. They like just hang out, and work, work late. Well, that's probably someone had too many beers and like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking cancel. Uh, I'm gonna ban Dave Hill tonight. You know, it could be a, like a scorned lover or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have any dates you want to promote or anything else? Well, yeah, September twelfth. Though there's, I don't know if there's any tickets left. But so, when's this gonna air? Probably today. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a there's like a a couple tickets left to the Late Show. If anyone wants to go, September twelfth, Union Hall. I'm taping an album uh, for Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla Records, and then, uh, gosh, the, today I'll, I'll, I'm going to be at the State House, September third in New Haven. What is that? It's a venue where I'm going to tell jokes. Okay. When is that? September third next week. Okay. And then this weekend, this Saturday, what's the date on that? Thirty uh, first. Uh, possibly. I'm doing two shows at Eastville over there in Atlanta. In Brooklyn? In Brooklyn. I'm now getting down to the... Uh, you got these all memorized. This is amazing. What else is coming down the pike? Uh, September 6th, Don't Tell Mama here in town. Oh, my. I'm just you're breaking going them back, off. Go back to your roots. Witch Tain is playing at the Debenham Oh, your Music band. Hall. I didn't even talk about your fucking bands. Shit. Oh, well, let's get into it. Well, you probably got to wrap it up. Well, we can get it. Let's get into it. It's my show. I can do this two hours. Debonair Music You got a band Hall. called Witch Taint. Witch Taint. I've never seen Witch Taint. You got to come see Is Witch Is it a Taint. sort of, how would you describe it? I know that's the worst question to ask. It's, uh, I would say it's it's fun time, heavy metal party rock, satanic. And you have an album? It's coming out next year on TP Records called Sons of Midwestern Darkness. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. Um, yeah, we're playing. Then we play September 19th at the Saint in Asbury, Asbury Park. Oh, I've done the that. Brothers. I think I have done that place. Yeah, it's yeah a I cool did that place. place. And then uh, we're playing November 22nd at Mercury Lounge here in New Damn. York City. And then probably at St. Vitus before the end of the year. And then my other band, Valley Lodge, will probably play at some point soon. Fucking Power Pop band. Power Pop, you know it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got into that a little bit. We got into it. Dave, um, I think... Oh, I have a podcast. I forgot. I oh, you have podcast. a fucking podcast, man. My new, I have a new one that just came out, So You're Canadian. Seriously? On the Maximum Fun Network. I only talk to Canadian people. Okay. And that comes out. Uh, it's every Tuesday. First episode with Malcolm Gladwell. It just came out yesterday. Everyone who's not Canadian is like, whew, one, there's one podcast I don't have to do. Yeah, they're psyched. <laughs> like, ah. I but can't. everyone want, will want to hear it. I would it. want to do it. You could do it because you've been to Canada. We could do. You're gonna special. run out of Canadians. I mean, it's 37 million of them. I think I'll probably be all right. But <laughs> seriously, if you could get a third of them, yeah, you'll have at least three seasons. <laughs> but then, and then, yeah, then there's History Fluffer, which comes out every Wednesday. That's Jesus. me, Jim Biederman, Jody Lennon, Chris Gersbeck, and then Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident comes out every Friday. So you have how many podcasts? Three. It's probably two too many, but it's where I'm at in life right Jesus. now. Jesus. Just kind of crept up on me. So, how many days a week are you recording? I'm just always podding. Ugh. I bank them. 
Got to bank them. I'm, I'm banking two this week. Who else are you talking to? You'll see. Anybody good? Yeah, I only have good people on. You should come do mine. You've done. You should come over and do mine. I'll do it. I'm, I think I'm at the status where you have to come to me, though. Probably. <laughs> Dave, uh, I think we're done. Cool. Thanks for having me, I don't know if I – did I do a good job today? I think so. I mean, I always – you know, I always have a good time hanging out with you. I so. like I was a little sloppy. No. I felt it was a little too slick. I think it's because I – yeah, it was a little <laughs> – it was a little polished. It was overproduced, man. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like I didn't get like sort of the raw essence. I did a lot of uh, what is that? That the what is it? The thing they do with the vocals? Um, mod. I don't know. That that changes the tone. The uh, modulating. No pitch shifter. No equalizing. No, like rappers use it. Oh, uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on it. Vocoder. No. Like Cher? No. Like Kanye uses it. Oh, like when they're like that? Oh, yeah, that's a cool effect. Could we, do you add that later? Uh, I, I can't. Now I'm just mad that I can't remember it. How do you think, um, do your listeners, they comment probably about your show? I don't know where they do it, but I, I definitely don't read it. I think probably they know, like, tear me a new one. They are going to shred you. Worst guest. That's always my fear. Um, I almost had the word I was looking for. What? Oh, fuck. I got someone. I'm going to remember it as soon as we stop. Um, I know. When they change the pitch. Yeah, I can't think of it because I'm under the weather. You should know because you're like a real musician. Oh, what's it called? Um, yeah, you know, I know what you're saying. It's stupid. (laughs) I know this is all for a joke that I made like 15 minutes ago now. It's it like that, yeah, like that, that, yeah. Oh God, what's it called? All right, Dave, I can't do this anymore. We'll figure it out. Thanks Later. for being here. Thanks for having me. This All right. is, wow, look at this place. Goodbye, everyone. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey, everyone, we're back. Thank you, Dave Hill, for that. Dave was sick, um, and he didn't have to. He could have canceled, and he didn't. He didn't cancel like I would have canceled. So that's good that he did that. And this podcast is on the Starburns Network. Go to starburns.audio to find out about this podcast, although you already know about it, I guess, and other podcasts. Use it to find out other podcasts. And we had Rachel, and who was the other new? Casey. Rachel Jacobs and Casey Georgie, who engineered this episode. Two engineers. It's like a a Rush album. A lot of people mixing. And uh, we'll see you again. Thank you. A podcast network.